show coming up well it's gonna happen right now between my dirty satin sheets by Vito LaGrasa now guys I gotta tell you it's a new concept of journalism it's a new concept of looking at things and it's between my dirty satin sheets I hope you like it I hope you enjoy it I'm gonna cover a couple topics today and let's get started okay first I'd like to talk about um, everything that's been happening with Brian Christie and uh, you know as as we go on we're learning more and there's an investigation going on with uh, Jerry Lola and the uh, Tennessee Police Department and they're finding out that this quite possibly could not have been a suicide but a murder case now from what we are reading on the internet, what Jerry has said, there was a fight in the jail cell. And when they looked at the marks on his neck and what was happening for a strangulation or anything like that, there, weren't, there wasn't that much that you could prove that he hung himself in his jail cell. So there could be some foul play involved. And we're going to keep you updated on this. And uh, hopefully... Uh, all the people who are dirt sheet writers and all talks dirt on Brian Christopher, maybe come up with the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, and maybe shed some good light on this situation instead of shedding dirty laundry on a kid who was 46 years old and obviously needed some help. And he couldn't write his ways because he had some demons, and it was very sad. You know, for all the pictures you saw of him, nice-looking boy, he had charisma, he had it all, but he just had some demons he couldn't shake. You know, to Jerry Law and his family, you know, my condolences. And, you know, hopefully, you know, as I spread the word of what's going around um, on this and for all the people who are his friends in the Memphis area and worldwide, everybody gets some comfort and knowledge on why he really died and how it happened. So this way we could put the rest because, you know, as we know, you know, he was a... Uh, he had a lot of good traits. He had a lot of good characteristics. He was a good human being. You know, he just had some bad habits. And that happens to people. So you can't fault him for that. It's a sickness. And when you try to help people, sometimes when you, you know, wait for them to help themselves, they don't do it until they have to hit rock bottom. And obviously, you know, um, you know, it took a little longer than expected. And things didn't go as planned. And, uh, you know, just a very sad thing. And uh, we'll keep you updated on that. The lies between my satin sheets. Now, today's segment is going to be about <clears throat> a gentleman who I know is a friend of mine who I do get in color with on the Realm Network, Vince Russo. Everybody knows Vince Russo, very famous. The guy who sells the dirt sheets because every time Vince Russo's name is made, he, uh, he comes up and he... Uh, I got to tell you, you know, every time he's mentioned, everybody goes to goes to the dirt sheets and they read it and they believe it full heartedly. But I can tell you, after 27 years of being friends with him, I know him pretty, pretty much better than anybody else. And, uh, you know, 
sometimes you got to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. And when they say all this stuff about him, you know, kind of upsets me. And uh, that's why we're doing this new show today. The Lies Between My Dirty Satin Sheets. So, as you know, Vince was doing some stuff with Rocky Mountain Pro. And uh, he was running their TV. They finally got a TV deal. And Vince was behind it and working with the talent. But you know what gets me irritated more than anything else in the wrestling business? In guys who never made it. And they think they know better than the guys who have been there, done that three times over. And you think you could learn something. Now, Vince was affiliated with Rocky Mountain Pro. And there was a situation there where Vince has left the company after helping getting a TV deal, writing their TV, directing the talent. But the disrespectfulness from the head trainer and the assistant head trainer, who are 24 years old, and I don't know the age of the other one, who've never been nowhere, never done anything, you know, and never been on the major league level, and thinking they know better than Vince Russo. I find it absurd, appalling. And, you know, if you're really going to be in the business, wouldn't you want to pick his brain and learn, and hopefully he'd have a contact to help you get to where you want to be in the major leagues? I mean, that would be the only sensible thing. If he is helping bringing guys in for seminars, wouldn't you want to work with those guys on the seminars to pick their brain and get to know what they have to say that maybe can help you or maybe they have some contacts that can get you booked in other places instead of your own hometown? I think that it is a vital thing in the wrestling business that that is overlooked, a craft that is way, way, um, has lost its merit. The old school ways are not there no more. And there are a lot of guys in the business today who have never made it in the wrestling business who think they're bigger than life and think they've made it on the independent circuit. But what have you really made being an indie guy? Your goal is to make it to the WWE, NXT, TNA, Japan. But if you haven't made it to Japan, where that's where, like, if you're really good, that's where you go. You get booked. Not fly yourself in like a lot of marks, but, I mean, get booked where they have your travel paid for. And you work with the top talent in the industry. Go overseas, have your ticket paid for. Not like a lot of marks and pay for their ticket so they can go there. Um, you know, get tryouts, go to dark matches, all the things that you used to do back in the day when, you know, when I broke in 25, 27 years ago, okay, I got to make it to WWF, I got to go to Japan, I got to go to Puerto Rico, I want to go to USWA, I want to go to Germany, I want to wrestle for Otto Wands, I want to wrestle overseas, I want to go to all Japan, New Japan. I want to wrestle for Cologne. I want to go to um, ECW, WCW, TNA, the WWE. You know, those were goals. That was what you would strive for. Not this, you know, garbage that you're doing on the independence where you think that you're a big deal on the independence. You're a big deal in a small pond. 
But when you're in the big pond and you're a small fish, it's not too it's too overwhelming for you. And a lot of guys quit or they don't go. Or, you know, how about fighting through the days when you had the Bret Hart's, the Hogan's, the Goldberg's, the Flair's, the Funk's, the Nash's, the Halls, and everybody there. And um, you talk about, you know, trying to make it there, getting TV time with those guys. And if you got TV time with those guys and you're on and you, you became a champion, that's, that's recognition in itself. You made it. You've done it. When you sign contracts with the big companies, you've done it. When you got almost 20 years in the business and you still haven't signed a, signed a contract, never been to Japan, never done nothing, and you still go into these little indie companies who do these TV deals that are, that are paid infomercials, and you think you're making it. Guess what, people? You haven't made nothing because that's going to run out as soon as the mark that's paying for it is going to run out of money getting tired of investing in you. And, you know, to the people who don't have wrestling in their life, you know, you know, friendships and wrestling, i got to tell you, are really something. And this is, the show is called The Lies Between My Satin Sheets. Talking about friendships and wrestling. You know, guys, when wrestling is not in your life, you will talk to somebody every day, every other day, once or twice a month, check up on people. And the promises that are made, yeah, if I ever run again or if I ever do something, you know, you're going to be down with me. We're down like two flat tires. You're going to bring you in. I'm going to do this. And as soon as they get something back in wrestling, they forget your phone number. They forget what you talked about. All of a sudden, your phone is blowing up because everybody wants to be up your ass to get booked on your show and you're their best buddy. But where were all these phony son of a bitches when you had nothing and nobody was talking to you? Good question, right? Deserves a lot of answers. That's why I hate the wrestling business on that aspect because everybody's a phony son of a bitch. Just like all the dirt sheet writers who write all this bullshit about people, you know, how about writing true, honest stuff? How about writing about what really happens? What I'm saying is really true, people. It's not fabricated. And it's not a lie. Everybody has sources. Everybody has this. Everybody thinks they're going to politic. What are you politicking on the independent circuit, on a company that's in and out, or is there one day and gone another? What are you politicking? What do you think you're making by holding an indie belt in a one-horse town. You're not. Your goal is to make it to the WWE. Your goal is to make it to the major leagues. And if you're still swimming in an ocean and driving miles in your car and still going around proclaiming that you're endorsed by this one, that one, the other one, if you were endorsed by all these people, how come when these people are in power, they haven't signed you to that big deal? Or having given you that push that you really need to get you over the top. Giving you an NXT job as a talent. Giving you a Deep South job as a talent. Giving you an Ohio Valley job as a talent. Must be a reason why you haven't signed any of those deals. Maybe because you really suck. But guys, you know... If you're going to talk and be a journalist, let's talk the truths and stop spreading propaganda about people just so you can sell your newsletter and sell your stuff. 
Stop telling the lies between your satin sheets because it gets old. And for the people who hire these people, and I hope people are listening to this and the companies who are listening to this really take this to heart. If you're the company that's hiring these people that's spreading propaganda about people and hurting their careers in life, and you as a journalist company are accepting this, what does that say for you and your company? As human beings, what does that say for your livelihood? Does that mean that, like, you take this to to your home and this is how you run your home life? Is this how you run your your uh, your career? Is this how your industry is run? I think it's pretty shameful and pretty disgusting because if you have to discredit people in the wrestling business or try to dismantle their career. When they've been there and done that and you wish you could be in their shoes or have been extended the opportunity to sign the big contract, all it shows is that you're not good enough, you never were good enough, never going to be good enough, and this is your way to retaliate against not being signed. You're bitter. And then when you spread propaganda or think you're bigger than what you are, that's all you are. You're a Facebook hero. You're a Twitter hero. You're a social media hero. And, you know, just for those independent guys who are out there, if you're spreading your own stuff on Facebook, but the independent, you know, sheet writers are not covering your stuff or not making a big deal about you, then I guess you're really not a big deal. This is Big Vito LaGrasso from the Big Vito brand. Guys, I want you to go to BigVito.com. We have a lot of great things on there. We have a lot of great shows. Um, we have a, a great, great t-shirt selection. Go to BigVito.com. Get on the website. Order some t-shirts. Get your merch. Go and see what's going on. Check out Noelle Harla LaGrasso. She's got her, her stuff going on also. This, is, this has been the first segment of my new show telling lies between my satin sheets this is Vito LaGrasso signing off I hope you enjoyed this have a great day lies between my satin sheets has been brought to you by the Big Vito brand you can check us out at BigVito.com or you can check us out at YouTube.com slash the Big Vito brand so you about to go to sleep, call me Hideo with Tommy With the GTS, I bet you haven't seen me yet, you seeing stars I smoked you like a Vito cigar You not messing with the squad, especially on the pod It's no whole bars like this, no DQ.com